Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. How are you today? Oh my gosh. So today we're going to talk about, we're finalizing this month of February and you know, this is the love month. Okay. Look, but every month is the love month. If you um, do life right. Right. So today I really, I was going to share a little bit about Dr. Chapman, um, Gary Chapman, and you're probably familiar with him. He does the five love languages. And if you're not familiar, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it today though. Part of using some of his examples for you I want you to weave this into your ideas around all people in your life. And the perspective here is, um, here's the philosophy that we typically give to other people the love. uh, We show them love the way we want to receive it. We show them love the way that we want to receive it. And so when I think about this with business, right? I think about that your clients, our clients, they have their own love language. They have their own way that they want to um, experience love from you as a coach. Okay. Well, not really love from you as a coach, but they have a way that they want to experience things. And part of our job, whether it's our personal life or as business owners, is to really understand the way our the people in our lives want to feel heard, want to feel loved, want to experience receiving from us. So when I was thinking about Dr. Chapman in the five, uh, the five love languages, I really started thinking about, Hmm, what are the different ways that my clients want to feel heard, be seen? And how can I listen also for what, or or witness what they're giving me? So you might think about this a couple different ways. I'm going to break this open a little bit. Like, you know, sometimes I talk about the DISC personality test. Sometimes I, we talk about, you know, people are visual, people are auditory learners, people are kinesthetic learners. Ultimately, Dr. Chapman came up with this framework about how people give love and want to receive love. And so whatever methodology that you like, I love, um, I like thinking about Dr. Chapman for your personal life. I love teaching clients about the DISC personality for their marketing and how to really um, be effective when they're talking to people directly whatever your methodology, like have a frame of reference for you. So inside um, one of my programs, well, actually both programs, we, we really talk a lot about being able to speak the language of our clients, right? Through our marketing, through showing up, being on social, et cetera. So the point here today, before I dig into Dr. Chapman's work, the point here today is really how are you communicating? And are you communicating solely from your need? For example, so I'm going to read to you. I'm just going to give you that five love languages from Dr. Chapman, and then we'll talk about them. So here they are. Words of affirmation, quality time, giving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So you're like, what does this have to do with my life? And what does this have to do with business? Okay. So first of all, it's kind of cool. You can take the test online, um, five, the number five, 
um, love languages and you can figure out what your love language is and what your teenager, your kid, all of those kind of things. So you get some good information. One of the things that I love, and this is what I did, by the way, why I really like this work is it's what John and I did in the beginning of our relationship. It's certainly when I was a relationship coach and specializing in that, it was something that I, I worked with clients on. It's like the book I give everybody who's getting married. Of course, nobody in my world anymore is getting married. Everybody's getting divorced. So maybe one day they'll get remarried. Um, and so I really like it as an easy frame of reference. And one of the things I really like about it is once you know what your partner's love language is and once you know yours, I've always recommended to people to be able to then write out a little list of like what it would really mean if your partner gave you love from that perspective. So I'm going to give you some examples because I want this to be extremely beneficial to you and tactical so that you really like you could implement it right now. And, and then I'm going to talk about it from the framework of your clients in just a second. So for example, John, John's, um, primary love language is words of affirmation. So in other words, he's very much like, if I say, Oh my God, you did the best job. I really love that. You're the best husband. What a great lover. You're amazing father like that. He loves that. Okay. My love language is time quality time, right? Like if you don't want to spend time with me, I feel dejected or hurt. And I need a lot of time to myself. As an introvert, I really can enjoy, I enjoy my own company. It's rare that I ever feel lonely or alone or any of those feelings. And yes, I love being around people, but I'm also like, mm, hey, Mary, you want to go to that big party? Or do you want to sit home and like, you know, watch your favorite show or read a book or listen to a podcast or whatever. The latter is going to be it. Um, FYI, unless I'm in business mode, you know, sometimes we can um, modify who we are, whether introvert or extrovert, depending on the situation, but anyhow, or how we show up. But um, that's another conversation for another day. We're going to save that for another day for sure. So anyhow, mine is quality time. So here's some of the, here's what John and I did in the beginning. So we would write down like, um, you know, since his love language is words of affirmation, he would say a lot of like, Hey, you're doing a good job. In fact, we got into an argument before we even knew about love languages. I was sitting in my office at my house in Baltimore. I was working at Johns Hopkins. I had a private practice and I was in my home office. So I'm in my home office. And this is like years ago, you guys, right? So I'm in my home office, he was on, we were talking on the phone and he was wondering about something. And I was like, Oh, I'm at my desk. I'll just look that up online real quick. Well, he said to me, and of course I just cranked it out. And he said, oh, wow, you really did that fast. And I, <laughs> I was so freaking insulted. I was so insulted. I was like, what, what do you, what do you mean? I mean, I just took it. I, I felt so patronized. Like I have a master's degree. I mean, I work at like I am a professional. I own my, like all the things, right. I own my own home. I have like all that. And you're going to tell me that when I just Googled something quickly, that, that, oh, wow, I did a good job. I felt pissed, frankly. And he was completely confused. He was like 100% like dumb founded completely. Well, later it's like a joke, right? It was like later he was giving to me the way in which he likes to receive love. Words of affirmation is like on the, you know, if you rank them, the five level language, 
it's number four for me. Gifts is last. I don't care about gifts. It's I care more when somebody gives me something. I care more that they invested time to to pick it out. If it's meaningful, if it's just, you know, random, it means zip to me. Anyhow, words of affirmation is uh, um, number four for me. So it didn't resonate. It didn't hit me. It didn't. So I was floored. And long story short, we ended up laughing about it all these years later. So when somebody does the quiz and figure out their words of affirmation or their um, love languages, one of the things that's really helpful to do is you decide for yourself different things that your partner can do that when they do them, you can have a conscious moment of recognition thinking they're deliberately attempting to show me how much they love me because they're doing some of the things on my list. So it's a double, it's a twofold. One, they're giving to you what you love for me, like time. I'll tell you what John does in a minute. And consciously recognizing that your partner is wanting to give to you in a way that you can hear it, feel it, appreciate it. Like that's sexy, right? I mean, don't we want our partners to just like, you know, like give me the love I need the way I need it already, Christ. So one of the things that, uh, a couple of things that for me is now John will say to me, Hey, is there anything I can do to get, help you get ready? Like say I'm traveling. Is there anything I can do to help you get ready? Because he's saving me time. Now, one of the um, love languages is acts of service. I don't really, you know, I don't really see that so much. That's not a thing for me. Yes, it saves me time, but it's really when some, what what I don't like is when somebody just does something they think is going to be helpful. That's not really helpful to me. If I didn't say, I need you to do this and this is the way I want you to do it, then you just deciding to do something randomly thinking that it's going to be of service to me doesn't like, again, that doesn't land, right? Other people would be so surprised. Um, oh my God, you emptied the dishwasher. Oh my God, you folded the laundry or whatever it is. <gasps> Thank you for doing that. For me, that doesn't necessarily save me time if you didn't do it the way I wanted it done. See the difference? So John having words of affirmation really wants that recognition and, and that, um, that, uh, deliberate, right. That deliberate conscious recognition and awareness and verbal and being, um, and so that took a little time for me to get used to doing that, right. That took a little time for me to get to do that. And sometimes it can be frustrating, right. Because I'm just like, that's not my thing. And I don't need to say that all the time, but And I do need to say it. I do need to say those things because that's how he feels love most from me. Okay. So let me give you some examples. Like um, the, so again, words of affirmation, quality time, giving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. So mine goes like time, touch. And then the other three, really, they're just like a tie at the bottom, all three of them. So physical touch. I want to be hugged. I like to hold hands. I like to have my, you know, my back tickled or brush my hair or like those kind of things. So I want to ask you, what would it take for you to spend a few minutes, go and do that test and then allowed yourself to figure out, oh, if my partner did these five things and I posted that up on the refrigerator. And then when they did those things, I could not only feel the love, but I could even more deeply appreciate that my partner was consciously doing something to show me love. 
You know, one of the things about leading a life uncommon is having extraordinary relationships as well. And it's truly an investment of time. It's truly an investment of understanding our partner and frankly, understanding ourselves. And so, you know, this is part of it. When you have a better relationship, guess what? You're going to be better in your business. You're going to be better in all the things, you know, going in as much as I talk about going and making a lot of money and doing, um, you know, having all the free time. Like if you have a shitty relationship, none of that even really is going to matter. So what can you do to invest a little time making your relationship better from, from your perspective, not trying to get them to, I just want him to change. Not that, but from awareness. And this is the same in your business. How can you be better at helping your clients? How can you be more effective marketing? How can you learn the skills of selling? How can you show up and really help your clients get the results that you've talked about? This is all about being the evolved woman that I know you want to be and are becoming and are being. It's the shedding of the bullshit. It's shedding of the fears. It's shedding of the shackles, of the conditioning, of the stories. So this tool can help you create a better relationship. It can help you start thinking about your business. Now, here's the thing, my friends, I want to also give to you, how can you apply these love languages to yourself, to yourself? One of the things is, um, it's so funny because my husband say to me sometimes, like, seems like you need a little time by yourself. (laughs) Like, oh my God, you're right. Right. So I have consciously decided and made a plan for making sure that during the week I have plenty of me time. And that also looks like working three days a week. Now I'm not saying I never work on a Thursday or Friday because some of you see me doing things on a Thursday or Friday or even the weekend occasionally. It's very rare and it's by choice. So, so much time because that's my love language and that's my branding. You all know this. So, so much of the time I also give to myself free time to do what I want to do, to be spontaneous. I'm very scheduled the majority of the time because I don't want to waste time. That's so important to me. So do you know yourself well enough? Let's say, for example, though, that you were like, Mary, you know, gifts, giving gifts is my number one thing. How can I give myself gifts? Wow. I mean, how incredible is that? That would be like, you know, how could you reach a goal? And every time you reached a goal or a milestone, you gave yourself something. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be small. It could just be what would that be like for you? If you knew yourself well enough to understand these love languages and could give to yourself, maybe words of affirmation is your thing. And maybe you could put a sign up in your office or on your mirror that says, Hey, you got it. Being even more conscious of the words that are coming out of your mouth. Cause those words coming out of your mouth, my friends, those are your thoughts, right? And your thoughts create your emotional state and your emotional state impacts your behavior and your action or your inaction. And that leads to all the results that you're having right now. You know, um, time in the physical touch. And I'm thinking about literally today, I was like, oh, I can't wait to get a facial again. I can't wait to go get my massage. I love when I go to the hair salon and, you know, they're really giving me a great shampoo. She's really giving me a great shampoo. Like 
And this doesn't take anyone else doing. In fact, today, actually I was running errands um, with River. We went to go get that bubble tea. I don't know about y'all, but I'm like addicted to that bubble tea now. Anyhow, I was driving by the reflexology place and I was literally thinking like, I need to book an appointment for the reflexology. It's time for me just to focus on me. And then it's physical touch. Like it's helping with my body or taking a yoga class or going to Pilates. So your assignment your bold action step is figuring out, maybe taking that quiz online that you can take, figuring out a little bit more about how you want to receive love from others, and then how you can create a plan for yourself to give you love in this month of February, to give you yourself love based on understanding those love languages. And then a little deeper, right? It's like understanding a framework for your clients. So you're like, well, how are my clients having anything to do with love? Well, sometimes clients, they just want to hear that everything's going to work out. Some clients, they want to reach out to you all the time. So you need to have good boundaries. And a lot of times the, the people that are reaching out all the time, they really are like quality time people. Okay. Acts of service. Like, Hey, you know, I'm going to pop in. Like, for example, in the foundations program, one of the things I do is make sure that, Hey, you know, post your extra questions. I will pop in there and I will answer those questions, et cetera. And I have this window of time that I do it. So people know. So my point is, is understanding. And this is like another whole level, which we're not going to go into, but really understanding also from a marketing perspective, how to hit different points with people. So if you have a sales page, like for mine, it's going to talk about, um, and so go list, look at it, marybicknell.com slash foundations. We talk a lot about, um, quality time. And I talk about time with your family. And I talk about from words of affirmation, the perspective that, you know, you're all highly educated, advanced degrees people. So it's that awareness it's that recognition. When you start really learning how to play with this and you start being curious and deliberate, wow, your entire life will change with your relationships, with other people, with yourself, and definitely inside your business. And so I am looking forward to sharing that with you another time, talking more about different styles of personality. In fact, we're going to do the DISC personalities coming up. Um, So definitely take a look at that. And uh, I want to invite you to go to marybicknell.com slash pivot. I'm putting on a workshop on March um, 14th through the 18th, 14th through the 18th of March. So if you're in the real time in 2022 and go to marybicknell.com pivot, and this is specifically for you. If you are in another industry and you want to pivot into coaching, you're a professional helper of some sort, and you want to pivot into coaching, whether it's you're pivoting your private practice or pivoting completely away from whatever business you're in and want to get into coaching, come join us for that amazing workshop. I'm going to give you all of the details and you're going to walk away with the plan. So looking forward to seeing you. Now, remember, go do that bold action step and today decide that you're committed to being a woman who is going to lead a life uncommon. Talk to you soon. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life 
to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.